0: This is ESPN New Hampshire, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua.
1: This is some of the lingua franca of the funk business. And people come from miles around with an almost religious devotion to get on down.
2: It's
0: a second and ten. From the pocket is picked off and it's Bitter with the interception. He fields the snap from the eight. and He's in trouble, and he's hit
3: hard by Von Miller. that matchup. Brady looking around,
0: and he is taken down
3: on the outside. One side is DeMarcus Ware, Von Miller, and if you just keep putting your tackles one on one against
2: these two guys, crowd noise. They're fast. They're going to get there quick.
3: Gronkowski back out here for third and ten. It is set yet again. It's Vaughn Miller, he hasn't
0: stopped running this entire game, most of the time in the direction of number 12.
4: Gonna have to do something
0: about Vaughn Miller. Get your woman on the floor, gonna, gonna get
1: up and get down, gonna, gonna get up and get down. One, two, three, four. Get your woman on the floor. Better gonna get up and get down. Gonna, gonna get up and get down. If you got beefed in, eat a pork chop. Once I get it going, cool, you know it don't stop. I break like any locks. Pennies drop from hood to hood, block to block. Hell, I need somebody to get it going on in this party. Baby, you can do it, take your time, do it right We can drink some, y'all can do it all damn night My name ain't wonder, but I rock the world Get more boss than a Jerry Curl Too many looking losers, be looking for clues There's a party going on now, what you gonna do? So grab your partner, do dope. If you don't know who it is, it's Cooley, yo Slide, slide, but that's the path I got something brand new for that. One, two, three, four Get your woman on the floor Better gonna get up and get down Go, gonna get up and get down One, two, three, four. Get your woman on the floor Gonna, gonna get up, get down Gonna, gonna get up, get down in the bush, but don't step on no toes cause you might get smushed. just a brother from around the way, know what I say, I've been a Kona on B like Dr. Dre. coming out him with a powder and a fresh pair of atoms, so hope he don't trick cause I don't wanna have to cut him, so move your body baby, try the homies crazy, the way you shake always amazing, ain't no party like a west coast party cause a west coast party don't stop, so when you see a young n***** in a Chevy hitting switches then
5: you gotta get a n*****, I got signs in the Welcome back to The Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. Jimmy Murphy, your host here, live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire, 8 Loudon Road. Come on down. Say hello to Katie, the bartender. Trisha, our friend, is gone now. Katie is taking over, and she's killing it back there. Come on down to the bar right now. It's happy hour here at Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire, 8 Loudon Road, and, of course, next week we'll be back at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Manchester in the Mall of New Hampshire. Looking forward to that as well. We're trying to track down Cameron Wolf of the Denver Post right now. He is a NFL Broncos beat reporter for the Post, and uh, he does a great job covering them. And hopefully we can get him on to talk about uh, the Broncos side of things in this big matchup we have set up on Sunday in Denver. The Patriots and Broncos. And I'm looking at Cameron's uh, Twitter feed right now, and as he said, uh, he agrees with me. Interesting pickup for the Patriots, uh, getting Michael Floyd. Uh, Of course, you know, if you listen to this show, you know I'm a a big Notre Dame fan, so uh, I've been a fan of Michael Floyd. He was good at Notre Dame, but the problem is, there's just something to this story that we don't know. But you would think, knowing Bill Belichick, he knows. He knows so that's what you 'll have to go in the hope of is that he did his due diligence, and they 're not going to get burnt by this pickup um, just doesn't make sense to me i mean i don't i don't get it in a in a league that you know, as I said to Bill Burt i mean pretty much turns a blind eye not that drinking and driving isn't serious I, I i think it's it should be treated seriously, but we've seen it not be treated seriously and we've seen Things that have been worse than that. Like murder. Like domestic abuse. It it just kind of been like, oh, nothing to see here. Nothing to report. Hurry along. Go on. Play the games. No big deal. And then this guy, one strike and he's out? I'm thinking there were two more strikes we don't know about. That, That would be my take there. So hopefully the Patriots have done their due diligence. The Patriots also worked out... Uh, Devin Hester, he of uh, formerly of the Baltimore Ravens. There, of course, he was a longtime Chicago Bear, had a great career there, one of the best special teams guys in the league for a while. But he's at the tail end of his career, and he showed it last week against the Patriots with a dismal performance. Uh, but you know, the Patriots worked him out, and according to Tom Curran according to Tom Curran of Comcast SportsNet New England, uh, they have. I just got a message, uh, Sully, just in case you're trying to track down Cameron Wolf, He said give him five minutes. He is still doing interviews with the Denver Broncos players right now, I guess, after practice. So uh, we will try Cameron back in five minutes. But, Sully, as I'm saying right now, Devin Hester, apparently, according to uh, Tom Curran, Comcast Sportsnet New England, he uh, will likely not be invited back. It was a workout, and I guess they didn't like what they saw. And it doesn't look like he will be signed what's your take on this uh, signing, uh, Michael Floyd? Uh, so are you with me on this, that there's got to be more than meets the eye to this story?
6: Yeah, there has to be more. I mean, I, I don't know if Tom Brady needs any more weapons. I mean, I, I like it. I, I'll take it. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, no, boo, bad signing. But, yeah, usually there's got to be more than just a DUI here. There's no way that they just cut him, especially because he's a talented receiver. It's not like he's just some, some guy. He's a good player. He's a good receiver.
5: Yeah, and you know he, he's got a lot of skill. That's fine, but I just hope they did their due diligence and, and whatever those other things are that we don't know that led that ultimately led to this and led to his driving under the influence being the uh, the final nail in the coffin for him in Arizona. Hopefully, the Patriots know what that was. So you know, Bill and I were talking there. You heard us uh, talking about the. Uh, the altitude and all the different elements that come into play in Denver, and we've seen, we've seen Brady himself be very distracted from this and suffer from it. But Bill made a good point there, um, and that was let's not forget the unbelievable comeback the Patriots made in that game to almost pull out the win in the AFC title game and get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, I, I gotta admit I hadn't been thinking of it either. So. You know, you, you put yourself in the Patriots' shoes right now and what they're maybe thinking heading into this game. Th- this game had to be circled a long time ago on the calendar for the Patriots, and and there is definite revenge factor going into this game right now, a game that they probably think a few more plays, a few less uh, mistakes, and we beat that team, the Denver Broncos yeah, in Denver, absolutely. and we go on to the Super Bowl, and, 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 and we maybe win. Because we all saw what happened with Carolina in the Super Bowl. So, uh, you know, the Patriots probably could have had back-to-back Super Bowl championships if not for shooting themselves in the foot. And that's not to discredit what the Broncos did. But, you know, they proved that they could hang with them. They proved that they could beat them. They were just a couple mistakes away. So what's your take on what they got to do to eliminate those
6: mistakes? Yeah, I mean... Start by not fumbling punts and booting punts and things of that nature. So, you know, the fact that Devin Hester came in today is a a direct shot at uh, Cyrus Jones to to wake up and catch the ball, catch the ball, call for a fair catch, catch the ball, get off the field. Like, that's pretty much, that's all you got to do when you're a New England Patriots punt returner is catch the ball and give it to Tom Brady and let him do the rest of the work. You know, when this team loses, they usually, most of the time, they beat themselves. It's not that the other team beats them, it's that they beat themselves, it's that they have Horrible, you know, horrible mistakes, and, and, and they kill themselves. So, yeah, I totally agree. Last year, they absolutely, there were a couple, couple plays you wish he had back. But at the same time, Denver's got a good defense. Von Miller is, a, is an animal. You know, you can't just forget that part of it. You know, the, the offensive, he was running circles around Marcus Cannon and, and Cameron Fleming and you name it on the offensive line last year. So I, I totally believe that they're in a, a, a place right now, especially after watching last week, where they want to prove people wrong, they're they're just in that mode, they're just in that mindset this year, where they're going out to prove everybody wrong, and they're going out to show that they can they can take care of business in Denver.
5: Good stuff, good stuff. It, totally random. I don't, I, you know, it has nothing to do with the Patriots right now, but uh, I know he listens to the show, my buddy Jeff Hilliard. <laughs> I, I urge you guys to check it out. It's on Barstool Sports. I'll uh, I'll tweet it out. But him and his daughter. Uh, did like a, a a punk rock version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town, uh, acoustic punk rock, and it's hilarious, mm. and apparently it has gone viral on the internet right now. It's on Barstool Sports as we speak. I will tweet it out. You can check it out on Twitter, at Murphy's Law 74. So good for you, Jeff. That's uh, <laughs> that's awesome. We might have to play that on the show, Sully.
6: Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. Uh, I was just going to start playing it right now as soon as I find it.
5: We, we might have to do that. Uh, of course, we'll have plenty of Christmas music next week as we uh, wind down into the Christmas holiday. And a reminder, next week is a short week for the stretch run. We will be on Monday through Thursday. And then we're off the air Friday and the Monday after Christmas. And reminder, next Thursday we are at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Manchester at the Mall in New Hampshire. And uh, apparently I've been notified we are going to still be going right up until the 29th. So we will be back here one more time here at Concord uh, at 8 Loudon Road at the Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, So looking forward to that as well. Um, But let's get back to this game right now. Broncos side of things. So you brought up Von Miller there. Who else do you look at on that defense that could cause a lot of issues for Tom Brady and the Patriots? Sully, you there. We're having a little technical difficulty. Well, I'll tell you who I think could cause some issues uh, on the Broncos for the Patriots and a guy that I think is always motivated when he plays his former team, and that's to Tlaib. And he's, uh, you know, he's one of those guys uh, who he, uh oh, no worries. He's ready to go. Okay, he's one of those guys, Tlaib, who you, you hate him when he's not on your team. You love him when he is. But he kind of takes it even more than that. I didn't I didn't like him much when he was here either. Uh he, he, Sometimes makes some boneheaded plays, but he seems to have cleared that up, and he is still uh, one of the best back there and a threat to pick it off anytime. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is, even if it's Tom Brady. And Not to talk about the Broncos side of things right now. With us now is Cameron Wolf of the Denver Post. Cameron, how are you?
7: Doing all right. How are you guys?
5: Not bad, my man. And uh, what's the vibe like right now out in Denver as uh, we get ready for this big tilt? A uh, these guys now have met three times uh, in the course of a of a year, almost. Uh, of course, the Broncos took both; they took the regular season tilt and the playoff game in the AFC title game last year. What's the uh, what's the atmosphere like around uh, Denver right now as we get ready for this?
2: Uh, it's, it's
7: been all business. It's been serious. It's been uh some Patriot Week, as Keith Tulip called it. You know, um, it's all been about preparation. They know what type of team the Patriots are. They know what type of games that they've had between each other in this rivalry, um, and they know they're ready for a, a fight. Um, and this is a huge game for them. They're fighting for their playoff lives. So um, they've really been focusing in on uh, how to put their best effort forward to win this game.
5: I was just saying as you came on there, we were talking about some of the threats that uh, that vaunted uh, Denver Broncos defense poses, and one of them is to leave there, and I'm glad you brought him up. I was just mentioning how You know, he's always been one of these guys uh, I characterize as you hate him when he's not on your team, but you love him when he's on your team. And the one thing, though, that always kind of bothered me about him when he was here in New England was he had a knack for taking some bad penalties or maybe getting, uh, you know, into it with the refs and opening up his mouth when maybe he should just walk away. Uh, Your take on how much maybe that has has stopped in Denver and how he's kind of phased that out of his game because I don't I don't read much about that happening anymore. Whereas before New England and in New England, that used to happen a little too much.
7: Yeah, I'm not sure it has stopped. Honestly, uh, he's still a very emotional player. He's still a very um, uh, volatile player. Um, you know, he he's a playmaker. There's no doubt, and he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. But you'll get some times where he makes decisions or makes. Um, plays that you're like, you know, why would you do that? You know, last year he poked a guy in the eye um, and got ejected from a game and suspended uh, for a game. And then uh, just last week he's sticking up for Chris Harris, one of his teammates, uh, went after Harry Douglas and got in the brawl on the sideline. So, you know, there's definitely uh, a lot of emotions, a lot of, you know, uh, you know, good and bad with keep. You know, you sort of take it um, if you want him okay. to be one of your key playmakers.
5: So it's still there, man. It's still there, and uh, let's. Get, I mean, and how has Kubiak handled that in terms? Of, like, does he try to harness him a bit, or he just kind of says, you know what, the guy thrives off emotion, so I don't want to, I don't want to diminish that. Um, so maybe I just take the take the bad with the way more good that he can give us.
7: Yeah, no, I think that's exactly right. I think you look at a guy where um, I think the biggest thing they use in here in Denver is attitude. He gives them an attitude. He gives them an energy. Um, and sometimes with attitude, you're going to get a lot of fight, you know. And uh, sometimes with attitude, you're going to get some, you know, plays that hurt your team. But I think overall, he gives them the juice, the the fire, the the sort of uh, tenacity that sort of embodies what this Denver's defense wants to be.
5: We hear about the two leads. We know about the Vaughn Millers. We know about where, you know, we, we, we know all the big names. Uh, around the league that people know about the Denver Broncos defense. But maybe who's a guy this season that's maybe surprised you and kind of flown under the radar nationally that maybe Patriots fans might want to hone in on as
7: as they watch this game? Yeah, I mean, um, obviously he's a a fairly big name out here, but Chris Harris on the other end is going to be another big name for you guys to... Look out for him. He's, him and Chris have been a really good duo, but a little bit of a lesser name, uh, Shane Ray. He's their their uh, their third outside linebacker behind Bob Miller and Demarcus Ware. Um, he started a few games earlier this year with Demarcus was hurt, and it, he's, uh, their he's a they former first round pick. He's a speed rusher. He's a guy that you know can really uh, really be a, a huge. Uh, benefit to their pass rush, especially when him and Vaughn are both on the field. Um, so I think you know he, if that pass rush gets off, there's a good chance that he's in the mix of it, whether creating pressure or uh, getting sacks. He just had a sack last week. So while Vaughn and, and Demarcus will get a lot of attention, um, he, him and, and Derek Wolf, uh... will also be secondary pass rushers that could also be um, in Tom Brady's uh, hair.
5: All right. That's so, yeah, see. We love. That's why we love getting people on that know the uh, opponent a little better than we do. We appreciate that. Hey, uh, let's go on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, one thing that bugs the heck out of me here, uh, Cameron, in, in Boston or in New England, when they, you know they talk about this, uh, and it's repetitive. You know, it seems every time recently that the Patriots are going into Denver, uh, it's a quarterback on the other side, that's been struggling, isn't one of the elite quarterbacks. I mean, yes, of course, Peyton Manning was elite. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever lived, But, you know, at the, some of the times when the Patriots have faced him, he he was at the tail end, you know, and he didn't exactly have the best of years last year. He was great at the time management, but he wasn't the reason the Broncos were winning. But everybody keeps focusing on who's a quarterback for the Broncos and why the Patriots will win and, and say, well, look, it's Trevor Simeon. That, you know, that's why the Patriots are going to win. I look at it and I say, who cares who's a quarterback? They still lost twice to him last year. It wasn't it had nothing to do with that, and in your eyes, what were the reasons that the Broncos were able to beat the Patriots two times in one season?
7: Yeah, I think it's all about the other side of the ball. Like you mentioned, they beat them with uh, Brock Osweiler and Peyton Manning one each time, and each of those quarterbacks were among the worst in the NFL if you look at the numbers. So I definitely think the quarterback had... Very little oh, to the reason that they, they won won those games, um, and and this team isn't built around the quarterback or the offense as a whole. Um, ideally, you know they've been one of the worst offenses in the league um, this season, as they were last season. And uh, although Trevor Simeon's played decently uh, at least recently. Um, He's, he nor the offense are going to be the reason they win on Sunday. If they win on Sunday, it's because their defense had a really big day, forced a bunch of turnovers, um, and uh, really set themselves in position for scores. Um, that being said, I, they, they have to have more on the offensive end to have to give themselves a chance. Um, they can't expect shut shutout. They can't expect their defense to hold Brady to 7 or 10 points. So they've got to do their part. Um, and that just hasn't been the case recently for the offense.
5: Let me ask you, though, how much of a role could you envision Booker playing, and what has he been like throughout the course of the season uh, as a running back for the Broncos?
7: Yeah, yeah, it's been different for Booker. He came in uh, as fourth-round rookie and uh, surprised a lot of folks. A lot of people thought he was going to be the steal of the draft. Um, he looked better than C.J. Anderson at times, but then once Anderson got hurt and he became the guy, he's really struggled. He started for six games, and he's averaging less than three yards a carry um, in that span. And they've really gotten nothing from the run game. Um, and It's really hurt their offense. They brought in Justin Forsett last week, um, and he had a fumble, but he actually looked better than Booker. And I'd expect that Forsett probably gets a good share, if not the majority of the the carries this week, um, just because of his veteran presence. And uh, he seems to have a little bit more burst, um, but they need they need something from their run game. They had 18 rushing yards um, against the Titans last week, and that's that's just not that's not going to fly um, if they hope to win Sunday.
5: Good stuff. And and finally, I want to get your take on uh, the job you think uh, Kubiak has done there. Uh, obviously, a guy who is a head coach. Uh, has received a lot of flack until last year, and they were able to win the Super Bowl. Uh, following that Super Bowl win, now where you know the Broncos obviously are, are, are a target for every team, and you come in as a Super Bowl champion. It's it's one of the biggest games of the year for the for the opponent there. How has Kubiak handled that uh, increased spotlight and, and increased uh, position where his team is
7: a target? No, I think he's handled it well. It's interesting because. Um, and I'm sure fans in, in in New England are similar, but fans out here in Denver, it, it, you act like uh, they act like you know the guy hadn't just won a Super Bowl for him There are some fans that are calling for his job and whatnot, um, not happy for his offensive production. And you know some of that's warranted. He, the offense has been bad this year, um, and and he's you know the offensive of mind. But as far as the team and keeping everybody intact, I think he's been even killed. He understands, you know, just. Just uh, what type of this three-game stretch is going to mean to their playoff chances? So the team seems to respond um, to him well, and he hasn't lost any any sort of uh, any sort of the field in the room. So you know it's going to be I don't think that the team will have a problem being ready for Sunday. It's just going to be whether or not they're good enough um, to beat this team.
5: All right, my man. Now, hey, I was checking out your uh, your Twitter handle there, and your page there. I noticed you. Uh... Now, are you an alum of University of Houston? yes i did go kooks hey man go kooks i love watching them and they're one of my uh, my dark horse teams this year and you know i, I was upset to see that loss but then they, they came back strong so uh i, I like their program there Yep,
7: yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah, yep yeah.
5: thanks man all right my man well go go cougars you have a good one cameron and that is cameron wolf of the denver post joining us here on the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire we are live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Conker New Hampshire 8 Loudon Road come on by and say hello starting to get a little crowd here you got the Bruins ducks on tonight you got Thursday night football and even if it's a poop fest you can come here and have a wing fest and enjoy uh, the 65 cent of boneless wings on boneless Thursday so stay with us here in the stretch run we got two more segments here at Buffalo Wild Wings Conker New Hampshire in our next segment Jeff Hickman of ESPN New Hampshire joins us to discuss the Boston Celtics. We'll be back.
3: I was working on a steak the other day And I saw Waddy in the Rattlesnake Cafe Dressed in black Tossing back A shot a ride, Finding things to do
0: You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, right here on ESPN New Hampshire.
8: I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above Noise. If your NFL team has a winning record, you're probably thinking about the playoffs. And if your team is really good, then you're probably thinking about the Super Bowl. But which fan base can really feel confident? You have to start with the Patriots, but keep in mind they won't have Gronk. The Cowboys? I don't know, that offense is struggling and you never know what Jerry Jones is going to do. Seahawks offense has struggled. Raiders or the Chiefs, Oakland's defense, their secondary appears to be iffy. Kansas City, too many close games. Maybe this is a year where a team gets hot late and makes a run. We've seen the Packers, Steelers, and Giants do that before. We might be 15 weeks into the season, but a lot is still up in the air. Each contender has flaws and teams on the playoff bubble are particularly dangerous. In other words, let's hold on here. It's going to be a wild ride as we enter the final three weeks of the regular season. And who knows what happens once we get to the playoffs. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Performance is the key on the field, on the court, and most importantly for you driving on the road. And that's why AutoZone has all the products and supplies you need to enhance, restore, and boost your car's performance and to keep it running at its peak. One of the first places to start is with a good fuel system cleaner. It removes carbon deposits and contaminants that rob performance and fuel economy. Stop into AutoZone. Get all the great details on Chevron Techron Complete Fuel System Cleaner. Make sure you stop into AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Sadly, folks, Buffalo Wild Wings cannot remake your fantasy football season. They can't tell you who you should have benched or who you should have started. But Buffalo Wild Wings can make your lunch hour a lunch hour that's worth it. Every weekday from 11 a.m. until 2 p.m., they've got the B-Dubs Fast Break Lunch Menu with awesome options like wings and shareables for discounted prices. And they have their TVs tuned to the latest analysis, so there may be hope for your fantasy team yet. Buffalo Wild Wings, Wings Beer Sports, please... Do
3: you feel like you've been benched or sent down to the minors? Are you paying the correct amount of child support? Let a team of experts help you out. That team is Bartis Law. There is nothing more important in your life than your kids. You wouldn't cut corners for them? Don't cut corners on your legal representation. Don't show up without your starters. Going to court without an attorney is like playing without a coach and without a playbook. Let Bartis Law get you back in the huddle so we can call the play. Call Bartis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www www.BardisLaw.com
4: The money saving tip Coming at
3: you with another
7: money making tip How to save money effectively
3: Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHRadio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire deals page You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire deals page. You're welcome.
9: Hi, my name is Jen Kaludi. My husband Sal and I are the owners
3: of Embroid Me in Nashua and Embroid Me of Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen-printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua, and our Bedford
5: showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at EmbroidMe-Nashua.com or EmbroidMe-Bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid Me,
3: your promotional marketing partner. Some experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping and all the major highways. Visit
0: BedfordGreenNH.com. Here's what you missed last week on the Fantasy Champion Show, presented by North End Subaru and Mazda. Tristan Cockcroft of ESPN.com is our guest.
2: At quarterback, for
7: example, he's got the Browns. giving given up a whole lot of fantasy points lately, but they're actually not the top matchup for quarterbacks because if you take the strength of of opponent, it kind of brings them back down
0: to
2: a top 10 matchup, but not, not the top one.
0: So it's another one of your mathematical schemes, basically. Pretty much, yeah. Get your football Sunday started the right way with the Fantasy Champion Show, Sundays at 10, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
3: Academic achievement, higher test scores, and greater attention and concentration are just a few of the positive qualities associated with physical education and physical activity in school. Whether it's interscholastic sports or moving in PE class, being physically active in school is beneficial to the overall education of our students. This message is brought to you by NAFERD, New Hampshire Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation, and Dance
0: you are. Don't forget to listen on your TuneIn app on all smartphone devices. It's ESPN. New Hampshire.
3: Out to a wide open Ginobili. the extra pass, San Antonio ball. you right on that, How is that? You always miss the point.
5: And welcome back to the stretch run here on ESPN New Hampshire. Jimmy Murphy, your host here, live from the Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire, Eight Loudon Road. And yes, I got a, I got another round of wings. Why not? These things are just too good. The Parmesan garlic. Thank you, Tom King. Thank you so much, Mr. King, for introducing me to that. Delicious. But all their flavors are great here. So come on by, 8 Loudon Road. Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire. Great beer specials, three forty-nine dollars Bud and Bud Light Tall's. We got $4.99 Goose Island IPAs. Delicious! Come on by and enjoy, and say hello to us. We're right by the bar here, and it's time to talk some Celtics. And I, I think we confused our listeners with the Motorhead. They must have thought Gabriel Morenci was coming on, but no, it is Jeff Hickman from ESPN New Hampshire coming into some Motorhead here, Mr. Hickman. I feel like every time we talk about the Boston Celtics lately, it's the same old thing. Are you
2: gonna Are you gonna put me in the category of a bad luck charm? Because I don't think no. I can deal with that kind of depression.
5: Not at all, my friend. Not at all. I mean, I, I did not mean no. that at all. What I meant is...
2: No, but you're kind of right.
5: These Boston Celtics, like... What gives? I mean, you're hanging with these teams, these elite teams. That, yeah, they're better than you, but you're putting yourself in a position to win. Why can't they just get one of these wins? What is preventing them from getting over that hump right now?
2: I think there's a, a number of different things to me, and and uh, I just want to preface our call today. Just uh, send my thoughts and prayers to Craig uh, Sager's family. Uh, yes. You know,
5: a he, he was one of the great prayers. ones.
2: He really was, and uh, God bless. Um, but, yeah, I, I think, you know, back on the a, on a Celtic side of things, I think that the one thing that we have seen, and this goes back to what we've waited for, whether you want to call them fireworks, whether you want to call it, you know Danny Ainge not making a big deal for a big player, look, Al Horford is a nice piece. He's a good player, but he's not the guy that's going to win you a championship. And the bottom line is they don't have anybody that can close right now. They don't have a closer. They don't have a shooter. They don't have a wing guy. They just don't have it. You know, Jake Crowder is great, but he's not a superstar yet. Maybe he will be someday. I don't know. But they don't have somebody that can knock down shots when they need him. Isaiah Thomas isn't on the floor right now. which is hurting them. Um, You know, again, I just, they need another player. And it's getting to the point now where I don't want to say desperation is going to kick in, but they're getting pretty damn close.
5: Yeah, and you know, that's the thing when you're Danny Ainge, you know, look, I mean, the other GMs see this and they know what you need and they know your situation. And the more desperate it gets, you're dealing from a a, a position of weakness, you know. And and so, you know, Ainge has got to strike soon if he's going to strike at all because if it continues to to follow this path, they're going to look, the other GMs are going to come in and say, we can fleece this guy. You know, and, and they don't that, want to see that I, I happen. Think they already
2: are. I think they already are. I, not not that they look at it and say we can please them, but I think they're looking at it and saying, you know what? Danny's overvaluing the guys that he has. We saw what Adrian he wrote, you know, it, Danny's probably overvaluing people like Marcus Smart and maybe to certain extent and the like. You know, I don't think that Avery Bradley is somebody I would I would want to get rid of. I think that he earned some very good uh, uh, talent to the floor that the Celtics need right now, i.e., defense, uh, and he can score the basketball. Um, but other than that, I can't see anybody on this team that's you know untradeable. Isaiah Thomas is hurt, so he's not going anywhere right now. And frankly, nobody's going to want to pay him uh, the kind of money that he's going to be seeking, including the Boston Celtics. So they may not deal for him. Um, again, who do you give up to get a star, and how much? How much is addition by subtraction here? I don't know, but I know the names that are floated around, you know, the Gordon Haywards, the Demarcus Cousins, whatever. They would certainly help this basketball team right now, and frankly, Danny's got to, you know, pooper get off the pot. You there? Yeah, did Jeff? I lose you?
5: No, we got you. We're here.
2: Uh, sorry, this is what I so got you- for living in New Hampshire. I- I- I-
5: I, I, it's okay. This is what we get for, you know, broadcasting, <laughs> right? It is what it is, my man. <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, we, uh, I, I, th- I think the last words I, I heard you say were either "You guys got to poop and get off the the pod here." What? Is, how many times are we going to hear "poop" on the show here, Sully? Huh? I'm
0: how glad many I times? Can
2: bring that for
0: you. Yes,
5: poop it's fist. been a, it's been a. Thank you to uh, Richard Sherman. That has been a constant word poop on fist. the show this week. There we go. <laughs> there we go. A poop fest. That indeed is what poop Thursday night football is, and the Celtics situation right now. All right, we've we've heard the name Cousins It's one of the guys coming here. Doesn't seem likely. Um, we've heard George uh, yet. His management is saying uh, that that really doesn't make sense since we're building the team around him. Uh, so who could the Celtics go out? I mean, who's there? They could be. There. They could come in and help them.
2: Well, I mean, again, I think you've got to look at situational. Um, You know, is Jimmy Butler a guy they're willing to get rid of in Chicago? I don't think so, Um, especially not with the way that they've been playing. And, you know, so there's going to be the free agents, the impending free agents. And, again, it always comes back to to Gordon Hayward, you know, out in Utah. Do I think he's the answer to their problems? I think he solves some issues that the Celtics have right now. And he fills the need in terms of shooting and, you know, athletic swing guys. Do I think he's the superstar? No, I don't. You know, I would rather Paul George. But, again, uh, other than that, I think it's Flynn I You know, maybe Blake Griffin. But how, how can you separate that team right now? You know, um, I think L.A.'s hanging on to him. So, mm. I, think Danny missed, I think Danny missed a pretty pivotal window in this past off season to make some moves. I really do. I think they held out. They, they should have made moves on draft night, and they didn't, and now, I frankly, I think they're going to be saddled with this team for the rest of the year. I don't see any big moves happening. I really don't.
5: Uh, you know, I mean, the bottom line is he should have listened to Sean Sindal last year. Trade the pick! Trade the pick! He should have listened to that.
2: Yep. Yep, there's no <laughs> doubt. And, you know, if, if Chris Dunn was the guy... That the, all these teams were were clamoring for, they should have got something for it because Jalen Brown. I'm sure he'll be a nice piece somewhere someday. He, he, he's he's not he's not a superstar. He's just not. And again, until he develops a, a really good solid jump shot, I know he looked good the other night, but the guy's not right now. He's just not what they what they're looking for. If we were going to get a nice athletic wing, let's get a guy that can shoot the ball. You know. Um, He's just a duplication of Jake Crowder. Now, maybe that works out if you use Jake Crowder in a deal. Uh, but I just, I, I'll have to be honest with you, Jimmy. I, I have not been impressed with the play of the self. And uh, I'm hoping that some way, somehow, Danny finds a way to, to pull off a deal.
5: All right, before we let you go, i, I got to ask you this question because I was uh, just looking ahead to uh, Christmas plans and all that and looking at some of the sports that might be on on the, on the Christmas holiday. And, of course, Celtics and Knicks at noon. Coming into this season, did you think on Christmas Day that the Celtics would be behind the New York Knicks in the standings for that game? No.
2: No, and, and frankly, even in the last week, I wouldn't have about that. Yeah, they just, they, Right now, they can't get over the hump to me. They can't do it unless they start getting some real significant talent pitching to the team.
5: I hear you, my man. Well, listen, you have a wonderful night. Stay safe uh, and stay warm, all right?
2: That I will do. You too.
5: All right, and there you go. And we will go out with a little Beastie Boys since the, uh, the Boston Celtics, as the B-Boys say, got to get it together.
4: We got it together
5: here at Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire, 8 Loudon Road. Plenty of tasty wings and tasty food and tasty beer and tasty adult beverages here if you want them. Come on down, 8 Loudon Road, right off the highway. It's Boneless Thursday, 65-cent Boneless Wings. I think happy hour is winding down right now, but it starts up again at 9 o'clock. You got the Bruins Ducks on tonight, Thursday night football. Come on by. Have some fun here at Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord, New Hampshire. This is a stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire, and we'll be back.
1: I rocks down with the Ioni. Listen to me, because both of them is
5: bony. Gotta do it like this, like Cha-Chi and Joanie. You got cheese and cheese, and I'm the macaroni. So why all the fight? Why all the fuss? Because I ain't got no guess. Yeah, you know I'm getting silly. Got a grandma, a an hazel, and a grandma, a chili. But I'm the Grand Royal Pres, and I'm also a member. Born on the cusp in the month of the November. November the patty you get in the case you don't remember well i pick up
0: to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for the right time with Bomani Jones. Only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
3: Looking for a stylish place to call home? Then you need to check out the brand new apartment homes in Lowell at 24 Merrimack Street. The apartments at 24 Merrimack Street are located in historic downtown Lowell and offer unique apartment living within an historic 19th century building. Residents enjoy brand new interiors and unparalleled lifestyle amenities. Just moments from downtown Lowell's boutique shops, cafes, and entertainment. For more information, please visit 24MerrimackStreet.com. Again, that's 24MerrimackStreet.com. The 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th at Nashua High School South. This year's event features girls and boys teams from Nashua South, Nashua North, Alvern, Salhegan, Milford, Goffstown, and Merrimack, along with special appearances from the famous Chick-fil-A Cows. Games start at 10 a.m. each day, and tickets are available at the door. The 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th. More info at Sports. Page.com.
5: Ace is a place with the helpful hardware
3: folks. We just bought a fixer-upper and I don't know where to begin. So I went to see Paul at our neighborhood Ace.
6: I told Nate we have everything he needs to help him repair their home. From a wide selection of paint colors, craftsman tools, and the best lawn and garden brands. Ace
5: is a place with exactly what
2: you need. Starting with
3: help. Ace Hardware now is a brand new store in Nashua on Pearl Street downtown. That's right, a brand new Ace Hardware store in tax-free Nashua, New Hampshire. Nashua Ace Hardware is a division of Nashua Wallpaper.
0: Granite State Game Day, Saturday mornings from seven to nine, only on ESPN New Hampshire. Who's gonna win what rookie of the year? Dak Prescott or Ezekiel
3: Elliott?
6: I would say, say Ezekiel Elliott because I think he's in the MVP conversation right now. And I don't think Dak Prescott is in the MVP conversation. They're playing well. They're fun to watch. They've been fun to Watch this season after game one. They have more sense. And that's, that's they look impressive. That's a credit to, to them and they're drafting, and the reason they look this good is because they drafted all, that offensive line for years yeah, ago.
0: Yeah, that's where I was gonna go. The offensive line is me, so gotta be the best of football.
6: It's definitely if it's not it's one of
0: the top two sure. Granite State Game Day, Saturday mornings from seven to nine, only on E. SPN New Hampshire
4: Outdoor Almanac Brought to you by New Hampshire Fishing Games, Wildlife Journal. When I think of my youth, I remember a stage of life that's vibrant and full of possibility. The same is true for our forests. A young forest is a light-filled place, rich with quickly growing trees, shrubs, wildflowers, and other plants. It may look unruly, but it provides food and shelter for a wide variety of creatures. Many of whose numbers have declined in recent decades. In the past, wildfires and flooding created this young forest habitat by creating openings for fresh new growth. Today, we have large control those natural processes. The responsibility now falls on us to make enough new young forests so wildlife can thrive. Timber harvests, prescribed fires and mowing can renew middle-aged woods making them younger and more vital. Do your part by supporting young forest projects on public and private land. Become a well-informed wildlife advocate. Outdoor Almanac is brought to you by New Hampshire Fish and Games Wildlife Journal, the magazine for people with outside interests.
3: We see it in the news. Obesity is an epidemic in our country. So be active and exercise with your kids and keep them healthy and fit. This message is brought to you by NAFERD, New Hampshire Association for Health, Physical Education, Recreation and Dance.
0: You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for the right time with Bomani Jones, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio.
1: swing. <laughs> I say take your disney switch Hey, hey, say take your disney Hey, hey, take this, this Wings at Buffalo, drizzled sauce from head to toe. Watch me pump that blazing sauce, super soap del all. Now I need you, shake them boneless ways shake them traditional ways Yeah, shake them boneless ways shake them traditional wings. Wings at Buffalo, drizzled sauce from head to toe. Watch me pump that blazing sauce, super soak them all. Now I need you, shake them boneless ways shake them traditional ways Shake them boneless yeah. ways shake them traditional ways me blazing, Parmesan, garlic. It's minute, so many sauces, I don't know where to start at Mil, Wild, wow, hot, medium, and Chipotle, spicy garlic mixed with ages Ain't the best, but that's what I said really it's hot as hell in the kitchen, like 350 degrees. In the expo window, sometimes it gets tough, especially when you're waiting on more wings to come up. Representing these doves, I'm the king to be exact. Got a sampler walking in a 100 crispy, all flat. you can get me Hot Barbecue
5: Make sure you do the Challenge next time you come. There we go, the Buffalo Wild Wings song We've got Becky here, a uh, server here at Buffalo Wild Wings How you doing, Becky? Good, how are you? We are at the Buffalo Wild Wings here in Conkin, New Hampshire 8 Loudon Road This is a stretch on. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy and-, and Becky, did you realize that Buffalo Wild Wings had a uh, hip-hop theme song?
9: I honestly did not. Oh, yeah.
5: You go to YouTube, type it in. There you go. I'm going
9: to have to do that. Yeah. There's
5: an uh, interesting song there. Is they they rap about the the sauces uh, that you have, and as you can see, I'm a big fan of the Parmesan garlic. That one's
9: really good.
5: Yeah. That is my favorite. What is your favorite?
9: The honey barbecue.
5: That's the other go-to I have. It's either honey yes. barbecue or... Yeah, I tried Chipotle barbecue today. It was good, but I'm going to have to go back to honey barbecue. I usually do five and five, Parmesan garlic, honey barbecue, there we go. Um, where are you from, Becky?
9: Connecticut.
5: You're from Connecticut. Yes. So, what brings you to Concord, New Hampshire?
9: Moved in with my boyfriend. Okay.
5: And when did this occur? Two months ago. Two months ago. Yep. All right. What, did you guys meet in school or what?
9: Yes, I went to Keene State.
5: Okay, so you went to school around here. You graduated now, or? Yep. All right. What did you study? Nursing. Nursing. All right. So, do we work in some Buffalo Wild Wings uh, until you're off helping people as a nurse? Yes. Nice, nice. And what do you think of working here?
9: Actually, like it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. What Ever- do you love about it? Everyone's just fun. Like they just—it's low key and it's good energy here.
5: Yeah. Nice. And uh, how about your clientele? You get some regulars that uh, are fun or what?
9: I do, and they're a lot of fun. They're—they're they're kind and they just like to have fun too. That's why they come here.
5: They tip well. Oh yeah. No, let's let's get down to business here <laughs> and ask the real question. All right. And I and I tell our listeners if you come in, do the same for Becky here. Uh, she seems very sweet and. Uh, What else about Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, the specials? Tell us a little, uh, some of the promos you guys run.
9: Um, Well, tonight's our boneless night, 65-cent wings. Yep. So that's awesome. Uh, Tuesday night is regular, uh, sixty-five cent traditional wings. We have trivia night on Wednesday, and it's
5: Tuesdays half price, right? Yes. Is that everything on the menu, or just the wings? No,
9: just the wings. Okay, so
5: half price wings on yeah. Tuesday, and then you said trivia.
9: Trivia is Wednesday. Monday's pint night, and you have a beer wrap, and they come in and you get a pint of that beer, and you get a free pint glass.
5: Oh, nice, okay. nice. What's been the uh, the best beer to come recently?
9: Uh, right now, we have a. Last time I was Sam IPA Rebel, but right now we have the Goose Island IPA.
5: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a good one. I've been hearing those have been uh, flowing out of the kegs uh, quickly here, so I urge the uh, listeners to try that when they come down. Of course, uh, we've also, as I see, we've got the 349 Bud Bud Light Talls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're a fan of those. Uh, what, what's your beer? What's your go-to? I'm
9: actually not a beer fan.
5: Okay, that's a, I can't drink beer anymore either. I used to be. It used to be Guinness for me, uh, or an IPA.
9: No, IPAs are good though. They're yeah. yeah.
5: Um, but what is your go-to?
9: I'm a vodka girl. Ah, yeah, you like the Tito's? <laughs> I love the Tito's. Oh, yeah,
5: me too. Yeah. So I, I, I was diagnosed with celiac in the last year and a half, so gluten-free. Yeah. Yes. That's the big gluten-free drink there, yeah. the Tito's. That yeah. doctor actually told me about it. He was the one who led me on to it. Yeah, I don't know what he says about wings, but uh, he'll love this because, yeah, you guys actually, for all you gluten-free people like me, uh, they have gluten-free wings here mm-hmm. at Buffalo Wild Wings. They've been very accommodating to that allergy mine. and. Uh, I see, you, yeah, just, just a few TVs in here, huh?
9: <laughs> one or two.
5: Yeah, just one or two. Yeah. Uh, I imagine this is uh, a packed place on Sundays.
9: It is, for the games, absolutely. It's great for fantasy football. Fantasy can see more than one game at a time.
5: Oh, yeah, now I've seen that thing on the um, website and on the commercials, the fantasy thing they do. What is that? I'm um, honestly... I Oh yeah, yeah. They right.
9: haven't been promoting it very much.
5: Yeah, because I've seen that a, a couple times. I'll have to look into that. But uh, so, you, do you do fantasy football? Oh,
9: I do not. I'm a Uh-oh. hockey
5: fan. You're hot. Oh, you have come to the right show here. <laughs> yeah, I covered the Bruins for 15 years. So now you are from Connecticut. I'm a I was just fan. gonna say you're right on the border there. Yes. You know, like it's kind of that Garbage. in between state. You're a Rangers fan. Well, they're having a very good year.
9: They are excellent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I watched
5: the uh, the last two games uh, they had against the Blackhawks. And the backup there was pretty good against him. They won one, they lost one, but uh, he's performing pretty well. I guess Lundqvist is back in net tonight.
9: Yes. Yeah,
5: and of course, uh, a guy from my neck of the woods is a rookie there, and they had a big battle for him, Jimmy Vesey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, are you saying O in terms of play or looks? Both. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is a radio show, but her eyes did light up there when I said his name. Uh, okay. So, anyhow, um, so Sundays are good here. Yeah, do you get? Is there another team following that, that that tends to come in here other than the Patriots? Like somebody else that has a lot of fans here?
9: Surprisingly, a lot of Green Bay Packers fans. Okay. Yeah.
5: Interesting. Mm-hmm. You hear that, Sully? These poor people. <laughs> we're not fans of the Packers. Garby. it's more like we're not we're not fans of Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, he just seems no. like such a phony to me. You know. Poop now fest. football. If you're <laughs> do you do keep hearing Sully do that? Poop <laughs> fest. Uh, if you're a football fan, then too. What football team do you cheer for?
9: I have to go for the Jets. The
5: Jets. Garbage. <laughs> oh, see that's the reaction Poom you get apologize. Do you know you know what our chant is so you you know the J E T S. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. So you know how it goes here, right? Yeah. Sucks, sucks, sucks. sucks. Yeah. Which state sorry. They no,
9: don't. yeah, I know. I know.
5: Garbage. If I mean it, you agree with me. If you're the Jets right now, just lose.
9: and get the number one pick right
5: well i don't know why they're like sort of fighting the the top pick there you know they have a chance well the browns probably have that wrapped up but at least they could get a higher pick if they lose a little more well anyhow we wish your rangers and your jets good luck and you good luck here and uh good luck in nursing school
9: thanks for joining
5: us nice to meet you
9: have a great holiday that
5: is becky from buffalo wild wings joining us here on the stretch run live from the buffalo wild wings in conkin new hampshire uh, 8 Loudon road come on by we're wrapping up here but uh sully i'm gonna have to bring your wings back one of these times huh yeah
6: can you uh can you can you make that happen because i'm uh, um, right, one what? one i need i need some food two uh-huh. it would be great to have just around here and i'm sure tom king would appreciate it christian everybody would appreciate some wings.
5: all right well you know what we're in manchester at the mall in new hampshire next week uh, so what we'll do, since that's close by, uh, maybe we'll try and swing some by after yes. the show. Since yeah. it's not make too much out of the way for me.
6: Yeah, make that happen. Make that happen. Right now,
5: I gotta, I gotta drive through the apocalypse. <laughs> the <laughs> weather coming. <laughs> Good I, luck with that. I, I, I told you up here, it was one, one lane was like it was bright and sunny on one side, and the other side was like the end of the world and snow squalls and the wind is crazy so uh
6: yeah be safe don't uh i, don't will. Crash I will i'm
5: gonna i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna do my best my friend and, and get home safe and and watch some hockey and, and Sully, you too, have a safe ride home and thanks for doing a great job on the boards all right of course man of course all right and thanks to our guests and all our listeners here on the stretch run on espn new hampshire and two buffalo wild wings in concord here eight Loudon Road. thanks to becky and her staff, Katie and Tricia and everyone here. Great time as always. Next week, next Thursday, Buffalo Wild Wings Mall, New Hampshire in Manchester. But tomorrow, it's back in the studio with Bob Bardis, Justin Sullivan, and me for the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. We'll talk to you then.